There's been a strong reaction to the United States' decision to veto a UN Security Council resolution demanding an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. China said the move sent the wrong message and effectively gave a green light to the continued slaughter. The White House said the Algerian proposed resolution would jeopardise talks to end the war. Algeria's ambassador to the UN told the US to examine its conscience and how history will judge it. The US has proposed its own temporary ceasefire resolution, which also warned Israel not to invade the southern Gazan city of Rafah. That motion has not yet been voted on. According to Hamas, more than 29,000 Palestinians have been killed since Israel launched its attacks on Gaza following the Hamas invasion of southern Israel, which killed 1,200 people. They also took over 200 hostages. Let's go to Jerusalem now and talk to Dan Williams, correspondent with the Reuters news agency. Dan, you're very welcome. If the resolution by the US, which calls for a temporary ceasefire and a halt to any invasion of Rafah, if that is passed, how will Israel likely respond? If you're referring to a resolution in the UN uh, Security Council, obviously that is a that is a supreme body of international policymaking or international consensus. But to judge from the official Israeli position, the statements by Netanyahu yesterday, he actually said no pressure would dissuade Israel from um, uh, prosecuting this war until its goals are achieved. Those goals are the destruction of Hamas and the recovery of hostages. Now, given that the United States has now uh, thrice vetoed um, resolutions, it has Israel's back um, at this forum. So it would seem that that, uh, any such threat um, would not be imminent on Israel. It's also worth remembering that for Israel, this really is an existential matter against an existential enemy. And um, there is still uh, pretty much wall-to-wall domestic support for um, continuing with this war. So for the, for the time being, it doesn't appear that the Israelis are dissuaded. But what about the ground invasion of Rafah? Are they still determined to go ahead with that? The official position is there is time yet. Uh, Israel hasn't finished elsewhere in Gaza. I'm speaking to you from Jerusalem, just west of Jerusalem, um, dozens of kilometers from Gaza, and I can clearly hear the rumble of heavy ordnance falling there now. Apparently, Israeli forces have resumed some operations in northern Gaza as well, where they completed major operations um, around two months ago. So there is sustained fighting elsewhere. Israeli forces have work to complete elsewhere. And the official Israeli position is that Hamas has until Ramadan, the Muslim holy month of Ramadan that is set to begin on March 10th or 11th, so just about three weeks away. Uh, According to Israel, this is an ultimatum for Hamas to release hostages or see a ground sweep of Rafah. Now, does that mean a ground sweep in three weeks or in seven weeks when Ramadan is completed? I think there is some creative ambiguity around the timing. It gives Israel time to um, uh, complete operations elsewhere. It gives time potentially for mediated talks with Hamas about an agreed return of hostages. And presumably it also gives time for foreign powers to increase their pressure on Israel uh, as well. So there are a lot of ticking clocks here. There's over a million Palestinians in Rafah. Are any of them getting out of the city? Are any of them crossing that border into Egypt at all? Or is that firmly closed? The border with Egypt is firmly closed. Um, Egypt has made clear it would not accept any influx of refugees. It sees this as a national security threat. However, there are indications that Israel is building, sorry, that Egypt is building a kind of enclosure um, on its side of the border with large concrete walls. The official line that I've heard is this is a logistics depot area 
There are those who believe this would be a last resort uh, mean, means of containment, a certain number of refugees should they nonetheless cross into Egypt. Again, the Egyptians are not being very clear about what this structure is for, but it appears they're preparing for all eventualities. Uh, also, there has been some movement um, northward by a number of thousands of um, displaced people in Rafah, leaving Rafah in uh, the last two, three weeks as a result of the fighting getting closer and closer. So there has been, um, to all appearances, a small-scale uh, independent, uh, spontaneous movement of some of the displaced people northward or already, but the bulk do remain in Rafa for now. The World Food Programme has again paused what they call their life-saving food deliveries to northern Gaza. What is the situation that they've been facing there? Um, yesterday morning, the Israeli military called on two districts of Gaza City, which is the hub city in the northern Gaza Strip, to move out on what they refer to as the humanitarian corridor. Basically, this is a coordinated effort to get civilians out, and it's a harbinger of operations. And indeed, we're hearing that there were renewed operations in the northern Gaza Strip. A soldier was killed yesterday, an Israeli soldier. And as I said, we appear to be hearing the rumble of ordnance from the northern Gaza Strip as far away um, as Jerusalem. So it would appear that things are not as calm there as they might have seemed earlier, no doubt that's also caused logistical disruptions or contributed to logistical disruptions. Dan, thank you very much. Dan Williams, correspondent with the Reuters News Agency, live from Jerusalem.